Welcome to the Think Generation of Wealth podcast, episode number 46, and I am your host, Amir Estimo, and today we have an episode where I wanted to highlight some of the young entrepreneurs who are very young right now, who has entrepreneur mindset, to be able to come, for them to come onto the podcast and be able to share their story. And I have here today, I have Elihu Joshua, who's a good friend of mine and also a business partner who's helped me continue a growth in our digital marketing company. So he's been a vital aspect when it comes to digital art, logo design, logo design, animation. And also he has expertise in social media marketing. So Joshua is a young kid, he's from Nigeria and he is currently in college in Nigeria where he is studying or he's in, uh, doing his studies in Nigeria, which we'll cover about that too. But other than that, folks, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the podcast. I will now turn it over to Joshua. Hey, Josh, how are you? I'm doing fine, sir. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, no problem. It's always good to be able to talk to young entrepreneurs. And from the time being that we've been working together, you have been a you have been an inspiration. Even at nights, I think about you and your entrepreneur endeavors, and that motivates me to keep going myself. So, so let's let's open the podcast. Let's. Let's find out a little information about you. So tell us a little bit about you. Okay, my name is Elagu Joshua. I actually have a background, like my father and my mother, they had issues, so they had to divorce at my very young age. And my mother was left alone to take care of me from my very young age. So I saw how my mom was struggling alone to take care of me and my siblings. And there's this anger that keep on popping within my heart. Each and every time I see my mom doing a lot to see us succeed in life, me and my siblings, I wish I could help her, but I was too young actually to help her in everything that she was doing. And that gave me a motivation to start seeking for relevant information on how to become useful even from my young age. I remember even living as a kid in the village, my hometown. I remember going to join a salesman to help him to market his goods. Is a salesperson actually I help him to market. Though he wasn't paying me, but I was learning how to, to sell things to people, how to negotiate, communicate with people and sell things. It was a great opportunity at my young age. I was trying to do everything possible in order to make money for myself. I did that for some time. And some of my uncle started kicking against me, so I have to drop out of it because they said I'm too young to take that kind of job. And I dropped out 
of the job. Later, my uncle picked me up and I started staying with him in our nation capital, that is Abuja, Nigeria, the, the capital of Nigeria. I started staying with him, enrolled in a different school. But when I started staying with him, I became depressed in my primary five. It is called primary five here in Nigeria. I was totally depressed. And a father to call when I need advice. And my mother, I don't want to add to her suffering or to add to her emotional struggles. So I had to figure out a way in order to comfort myself. The best thing that happened to me at that stage of my life was when I got in contact with books. I started studying books from my young age, motivational books, spiritual books. Those, those books gave me the mindset that was actually preparing me for the future. And it gave me that opportunity to, to believe in myself that even though I'm young, I can actually be useful to myself and to my generation. And one of the things I discovered that those books helped me with was that the more I read, the authors keep on making references to other authors that are doing well in their various feed. And any of those authors that actually interest me, I'll go ahead and look for their materials. I was a kid, I don't have much money to get books for myself to study. Luckily, I met a man that in his house. So I made an arrangement with him and he said that he's going to allow me to come and pick books from inside to study, but I'm not going to take more than one. That even if I must come to pick books from inside, I'll pick, study and return back the books to him. Right. So that gave me motivation. I started reading books, looking for information on how to make myself more better, how to provide value to the society, even from a very young age. I keep on, I've, I started searching for knowledge more, more every day, keep on reading, reading, reading. And that also improved my academic performance. A lot of times my teachers, then when I was in, 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 in that is here in Nigeria, it's called primary school, high school. High school is called, is called primary school in Nigeria. Right. Yeah, but in the state, in the state it's called high school, but in Nigeria here it's called primary school. My teachers then, they were wondering how much can this kind of a kid be producing the, the, the kind of information he produced. It was because I was studying materials that my mates were not courageous, or should I say their mindset was not strong enough to allow them to pick some of these materials. That continued. See, I entered university, and up to today, I've been studying books, looking for how to make myself more better, watching videos, taking courses on how to make myself to improve myself. The major breakthrough I had before I met Sir Amir it was in 2017, I started searching on how to make money on the internet. And I got to open an article on the internet. And that article actually taught me that I can make money by joining some groups on Facebook and interact with people that are looking for virtual assistant. 
and interact with people that can give me contracts in order to work with them or render my services online to them. But I was actually a naive person then. I don't have any relevant skill to give out, like something that I can provide as a means of value that they can pay me for. So I started networking. That was when I met Sir Jimmy and he gave me the opportunity to invest into Forex. Then I was a broke guy, young, broke, but I was like, I have the knowledge. I have the mindset to make money. I was willing to learn any skill possible to make money on the internet. I met him, he introduced Forex to me, but I never had the money to invest into Forex. So I pleaded with him actually that he should look for an opportunity to give me that I'm willing to work for him even for free. And he told me that I should not worry that he's going to look for something for me to do. That made, that made him to, to later chat me up. After some months, he gave me access to his e-commerce store and, and asked me, can I sell these goods on his e-commerce store? It was an opportunity for me. Though I never had the knowledge on how you can sell goods on e-commerce store. I actually collected the opportunity. Uh-huh. It is um, Richard Branson that said that if an opportunity is provided to you, even when you don't know about the opportunity, you have to first collect the opportunity, then you go later and learn about the opportunity. That was what I did. I took advantage of the opportunity. I started thinking of how I can market those goods. I started networking with some of my friends that were in Nigeria, but right now they are studying in the European nations. I started looking for how I can sell those goods to them. We, we, I created a WhatsApp group for them, started showing them some of the goods that were on the e-commerce store. Some of them picked interest, but some were not actually interested. Mm-hmm. I never had any good success marketing goods on e-commerce store because I was naive. And I jump at the opportunity, but today I can say that was a worthy opportunity. It has exposed me to how e-commerce business is run. I'm grateful for that opportunity. Another time, Sir Jimmy messaged me at a point and he asked me, can you design a logo? He gave me a logo design that was during the Corona break. I was at home. There was no school. College was closed here in Nigeria, and we're not even taking classes virtually. And he gave me that opportunity. Can you design a logo for me? I said, yes. I collected the opportunity. And another challenge, I don't have much knowledge on graphics, though I have a computer, a laptop. I have been practicing for some time, but I have not perfected the skill to render that value. I collected the opportunity. And I started building a team. From the team, as we keep on, we worked on the first logo, actually. I built the team. We worked on the first logo. After we worked on the first logo, after several revisions, the client finally accepted one of the design. And so Jimmy said, why don't you make business out of this? And I said, yes. yes. It's something that we can actually take advantage of and make business out of it. Then that was how we started, and he sent me money that we should develop a website. And I went ahead, we developed the website for Innovitex. Later on, he, asked, he told me that he's going to introduce me to his business partner. That was when he introduced me to Sir, Sir, Sir Amir. And Sir Amir has been a very wonderful person. 
He has been a very good teacher. His word of advice, he has recommended some books for us to study. He is also a go-getter. He's somebody that he is go-driven. And he's somebody that he produced results. If he set his mind to do anything, he's definitely going to get that done. I've been working with him. I've learned a lot from him. One thing is that I would say as a young entrepreneur, today I'm a digital young entrepreneur. I've organized seminars for even aspiring and young entrepreneurs within our country here. Mm -hmm. Is that it's not easy starting out at a very young age. Entering the entrepreneurship journey in my country from a very young age is not common. What it's age, something that a lot of young people are not. Sorry, yes, Josh. You see? What, yeah, what age were you, you since you started this entrepreneurial journey? Okay. When I started my entrepreneurship journey, I was actually like eight years old. Oh, so eight years old. Yeah, because, but I, yeah. Yeah, so eight years old, you're not playing with friends. Eight years old, you're, yeah. yes. I, I, yeah, at the age of eight years, uh, I was actually, looking for her to help my mom. I'll share a very pathetic story with you, sir, Amir, and every, everyone listening to this podcast. There was a time that it became difficult for us to, to afford some things. Some, and my mom was the one taking care of our bills. That is my, me and my two siblings. Mm -hmm. I had to go out to do a manual job, even at very young age of eight. I, I went to pound in the state. Bricks, these mud bricks, they, they, it's clay. They use, they use clay to mud the bricks. Yeah. I went to join some group of boys to, to pack bricks for people that are building. I walked there with them for money to evening and I was given some money, some cash. I was actually afraid going home because I left home early in the morning and I didn't come back to in the evening. Right. But I was so surprised that when I went home with the money, it, though it wasn't big, my mom appreciated me for that and she collected the money for me added it to something and she used the money to satisfy a need that was prevalent in the family at that point. I feel so fulfilled and happy that I could do that kind of thing even at my very young age. That's a, that's a pretty good thing, Josh. At eight years old, you acknowledging that you need to be a help around your mother at such an early age. And I can see why that fuels you because uh, Les Brown talks about hungry. And would you say for you, I see that the hunger in you, the hunger of wanting more. And this is, it's crazy because the similarities to the book, 
that Les Brown has, and the name of the book is You Gotta Be Hungry, is he wanted, because of his siblings, the amount of siblings he had, and it was only one person, which was his mother, taking care of all of them, he, it fueled him to go in and, and pursue an entrepreneurial dream. So those aspects of entrepreneurship is, and for you being at an early age, a very young age, for you to have that desire, which is leading to where you're at right now. So that's interesting because at eight years old, you're not, sometimes not a lot of us is thinking. And maybe that's when you've discovered your talent. And some of your artwork is really, really good. So if anybody want to check, um, we have a web page, a Facebook page, and Overtech Digital, where you can check out some of the graphic designs that Josh and his team has produced. And if you're looking for logo design, graphic design, his team could be really a good service and help. But Josh, now, what are you, so you mentioned about your university. What are you currently studying there? Okay, presently now I'm studying environmental management and toxicology. We're studying to the harmful effect of chemicals in the environment. Mm. We, we, we also study environmental pollution. We, we try to, to forewarn the society of the danger of polluting their environment. We also do environmental impact assessment where, where we, we have to assess the kind of waste a company or an industry is going to release into the environment, the, the, the toxic effect of the waste to the environment, and how this waste can be minimized from having some kind of heavy effect on the environment. Okay. If we look at the industrial breakthrough today, we have a lot of gases that have depleted the ozone. If you see the cycle, the, the environmental cycle today compared it to the era where there are not a lot of industrial breakthrough. The cycle is changed. We have more global warming, greenhouse effect. So we are specialists, they are trained to prevent some of these damages to, to help bring healthy environmental principles to help prevent our environment for getting into a state that will no longer be convenient for humanity to live in. God, okay, gotcha. Yeah, nice report. <laughs> gotcha. So that's some, um, and good thing is there's probably not a lot of uh, people like us in that field. So you going into something like that is going to open a lot of opportunities. And this could be a trendset uh, going into a field like this, you know, to, to have that care about the environmental. And, and I could tell you, I, I recently, even for me, uh, recently I had to switch. For some reason, I've just been thinking and I switched to a hybrid vehicle now. So now I'm, it, it puts you in that, I like to live because we don't know what we're inhaling in the air. There's so much stuff in the air we're inhaling. Sometimes we don't know how much of it we're inhaling. So that's why when I look at Elon Musk and when he came out with Tesla and 
one of his purpose was because he wanted to make a vehicle that operated on battery that didn't require gas. Now Tesla is the number one car manufacturer in the world. Can you believe that? So you dream big, buddy. You will get there. You will get there definitely. And I and I can see it. And maybe this is this is your calling to go out and hopefully we can continue, we can have people that that's a mindful of the the way the way the world is, mindful of where they're at. And you know, we need people like that that can change, that can make this change because. You know, we're going to all pass away eventually, but we, we also have new generations behind us at the same time, too. So that's, yeah. that's, uh, that's admirable for you to study that. So okay, yeah, keep, up, cool. boy, keep up. Yeah, it's called environmental sustainability. Got it. Okay. Okay. So, Josh, now you're in your studies. How has things been? I know that you, we... Last year, the whole world went through a pause. But for you, how have you maintained the motivation to keep going? Uh, is it that hunger that you talk about? Do you reach for that hunger seeing your mom? Or like, what are, is that what's keeping you going through all this too? Yeah, the truth is that one of my greatest motivation in life is my mom. I've seen that woman suffer. She suffered a lot to see me and my siblings smile. And I've made up my mind that I will do everything possible to give her a better life. Each and every day I wake up from my sleep, she's the reason why I have to keep on moving because she has done a lot for me and she deserves a lot for me. I'm doing everything possible. And again, I'm someone that loves helping people a lot. I can, I have interest in humanity. I have interest in seeing people grow. Right. I have interest in, in solving human problems. I have interest in bringing solutions to people's problems. So that is one of the reasons why anything I do, I consider my mom and I consider other people, and those things serve as motivation to me. Right. So I'm always putting in energy to anything I'm actually engaged in. Now, what, what are you, so how are you balancing doing entrepreneurship or being an entrepreneur, young entrepreneur, a school, and helping out, how are you able to balance all this? I was able to balance all this because, you know, I was telling you about my, my childhood story, some part of my childhood story, because we cannot like finish all the aspect of my childhood story on this podcast. It's going to take a very long period of time for me to narrate everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, because at the point I remember selling banana for my mother to raise money. At the point I remember doing that too. It was actually preparing me for the future. Like, how was I able to like cope with entrepreneurship and my studies, right? Right. You know, when I was growing up, my appetite for knowledge 
was on the increase. I was looking for every possible means that can make me, like every possible means to get to a book or to get to a mentor, a person that can make me more better to provide value to my society. So that crave and hunger for knowledge made me to do more compared to my equals. I was one of the best students in my class then even in my primary school, but one of the best people in my primary school. So combining my studies from my young age, I'm studying other books prepared me for this stage of my life. I remember at a point I wasn't doing well in my studies. I picked books on how to excel in academics. And it was those principles that I was able to use to step up my studies. So I understood the importance of knowledge. One of my mentors will tell me that if you must go far in life, you have to climb the shoulders of those that have gone ahead of you. Mm. And that's been one of my principles in life. Right, right, right. Yes, so I constantly go out there to study, to look for information to make myself more better and how I can serve my generation and how I can lift my mother out of poverty. That has been my driving force. So I have a very large heart and I can, I can keep up to duty very well. I can spend the whole day, even the whole night without sleeping to achieve something I actually want to achieve. Josh, thank you, buddy, for coming on to the podcast today and sharing your story. I, and I learned a little bit more about you and now I have a new appreciation because one thing is when you do the podcast, when you interview people, you bring them onto the podcast, you get to get a, you get to learn a little bit more information. And I'm glad I learned some things about you, especially that last quote where you mentioned about getting on top of the shoulders. That's a, to see, to see if you have that thought process is, uh, I commend you for that. So great. Thank you very much for coming onto the podcast and coming here and sharing your story because I think is, it's good to, get a different perspective too from people who's younger and and i just want to instead i know the the, the generations behind us they tend to criticize them but i don't want to criticize i want to be able to uplift and we need more people that can lead your a generation like yours and we need more people like that so instead of criticizing it's good to because we can all learn from each other. Like I'm learning from you and I'm a whole decade older, right? So, but for me, it's, it's all about growth. And what I don't know, you always, you could be teaching. So keep on going and keep that hunger, that hungry, Les Brown talks about. That'd be a book I recommend. What book do you recommend? Like, what's what's one of your favorite? Because you talk about books a lot. What's a favorite book of yours? What would you say is your top three books that you like to read? Can you ask the question again, please? Oh, I was saying is, what's your top three books that you enjoy reading? 
Okay, my top three books that I've read so far, right? Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, I remember when I was growing up, I read a book. I read a book by, by John Massey. Yeah. Talent is never enough. Talent is never enough. Okay. No, no, no. Not that book. Not that book. Sorry. Not that book. I read a book by John Massey that he talked about imitation is limitation. Okay. Yeah. What's the name That's of one it? of the book. One of the, what's the name of the book again? Imitation. Martin. Your Martin is. Okay. I'll, Imitation I'll... is limitation. Imitation is limitation. Okay. All right. So is that? Do you have any other ones you recommend? Yeah. Yeah. Another book I read by John C. Maxwell is talent is never enough. Okay. Talent is John C. Max Maxwell. Yeah, mm. that's another direct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then another book again. You you want me to give you three, right? Yeah, three. Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. Let me see. I've I've also read a book by Dan Luke. Crushing it. Yeah, that book too is encouraging. Is okay, crushing it. That book too is encouraging. It's encouraging for people. Yeah. Is that Gary V yeah. or no? No, 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 no. Crushing it, crushing it is not from Gary V. Okay, okay. No, no, no. Crushing it is from Gary V. Yeah, it's from Gary V. <laughs> okay. Crushing <laughs> it is from Gary V. Yeah. The download book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on, it's, it's on Garvey. Okay. Dan Luke, the book I was talking about is Unlock It. Yeah, the, the title of the book is Unlock It. Okay, okay. All right, cool, buddy. So thank you very yeah. much. One I would recommend is if you get a chance, if you're, if you're into Les Brown, is you got to be hungry. And that story, and you'll see what I'm talking about if you read it, that story is similar to what we are yeah, talking I've about. Yeah, I've actually listed, I've listed I've listened to the audio tape of that book. Of that book, where he yeah. shared the stories. Yeah, yeah. I read the book as I read, like I listened to the tape, YouTube at the point. I listened to that tape yeah. because I also have interest in public speaking. I follow Ron. I follow my Moron. Yep. I follow. Yeah, top speakers. And you are where I'm learning from you. You're a great speaker yourself too. <laughs> I'll try. So anybody that's that's um into yeah. public speaking, if you really want to work on your public speaking skills, I recommend Toastmasters. I, I owe a lot of that to Toastmasters, uh, learning how to get over that fear of public speaking. It's crazy because even even for me, it's like me for me, I'm more of a I like to prepare for it, but sometimes when you have to just talk off the you know, you just got to talk off the, it has to come just naturally to you. And I think that's, that's where I struggled with, but Toastmasters, if you're into that, if you were into public speaking, they say public speaking statistics show public speaking is the number one fear that human humans have, fear that humans have. So yeah, keep it, keep it up. But, uh, and, and I'm telling you, if you, if you're interested in it, buddy, uh, you can 
you can definitely look into Toastmasters. And the thing about it is international. So if you're ever interested, so now you want to get into public speaking. I don't know if you're if Nigeria offers it, but if they do, you probably could find a club and it will help you refine your skills. And even for me, I'm still learning. So yeah, I appreciate it, man. But Josh, thank you very much, man, for coming on to the podcast, brother. I do appreciate yeah, you. Thank you both for coming on to the podcast. I know you could be doing anything and I got to respect time. I believe in two principles. It's either time or money. So for me is, you know, when you got to respect people's time and that's, I do respect your time. I respect you coming into the, coming into the podcast. Cause I know this gives hopefully somebody, you know, you telling your story, it moves someone to action. It moves you to that next phase of your, of your life. And then you being so young and starting at this age, age of eight, you're starting, you, you knew you had a desire and, and your desire, you're hungry, your hunger to help your mother. I think once you continue that, you will definitely reach, there's the sky's the limit. The sky's the limit for you, buddy. So I do appreciate you, brother, for coming on to the pod. And this won't be the last time because this podcast is the journey podcast. So this podcast, when, when I invite people onto there here, is really to recite, to really share their journey. And I know five years from now, if I was to ask you the question today, Josh, where do you see, I know it's a very broad question. People always ask this question, but where do you see yourself five years from now? Now five years, I see myself achieving most of my goals. Yeah, I have a lot of goals. I see myself doing everything I've planned for my mom, finishing my college. Yeah, but by five years time, I should be done with my college, probably even be married by then. Yeah, <laughs> great. Little Josh is running around. <laughs> you, you see? <laughs> <laughs> no, I said little Josh's would be running around. <laughs> but that's good. Bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, bro. Yeah, hopefully I should be. Yeah, in the next five years, I should be married. I should have increased my income stream because I believe in increase in income stream, streams. So I'm constantly upgrading or learning to provide more value to human beings so that they can pay me for it. Because the more value you give, the more money you make. Right. So in the next five years, I now be valuable to people in my country and outside my country. In the next five years, my financial status is going to increase like times 10 of what I have, even times 100, I believe so, of what I have right now. Right. Put it out to the universe, and the universe will reward you. So, and you put it out there. So, again, Josh, thank you very much, brother, for coming on to the podcast. If you are, where can people find you, Josh, if they want to connect with you? Yeah, mostly where people can find me for now is Facebook. My name is Elijah Joshua. You search me on Facebook. I'm definitely there. If you want to hear more of my stories, some of the challenges, some of the fears I had 
even while I was trying to be courageous in the midst of my problem, I can share that with you because I know a lot of people are out there. They don't have decisions of their own. They are in the dark. They need somebody to help them with the word of hope, with the word of encouragement. They need somebody to guide them to achieve certain things they actually want. Those things that are pushing them, that they are ashamed of relating with their fellow human being. I'm always there to help people to share my stories, my fear. I was able to derive means to overcome those fears and obstacles. Because I can say today I'm a fighter and I'm still fighting. Yes. And in my, in my dictionary, there's no rule that I should quit. I have to keep on pressing to get those goals that I've set down for myself. And I'm still pursuing those goals up to now. Great, buddy. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, bro. That is it, boss. Yeah, so, all right. So now we, I do appreciate you coming on to the pod. If you get a chance, you can check out the podcast on www.thinkgenwealth.com. Or if you have any questions about the podcast or the content you'd like to hear, you can email me at amir.estimo at thinkgenwealth.com. Also, you can follow us on Instagram at thinkgenwell. You can probably also see the logo that Josh and Tom created. And if you're interested in logo design, you can reach Joshua here and he'll be gladly to help you. Or you can check out the Facebook page, Innovatech.com, um, the Innovatech Facebook business page to check out. And I'm pretty sure we'll see some logos that we have designed in the past. You can check it out. So if you're interested in logo design, graphic design, this is a company that'll be able to help you. Joshua, we'll talk next time. And to everybody else, what everybody should be thinking, generational wealth, and we'll talk next week. Much love. See y'all. Yeah, thank you.